Welcome to The Voice of Trust, a weekly podcast about consumer rights, trustworthy businesses, and updates on the latest scams throughout the Mid-South. Welcome to The Voice of Trust, a podcast produced by the Better Business Bureau of the Mid-South. I'm Daniel, and I'm here with Todd. Hey, y'all. And Emily. Hello. Today on the podcast, we're going to have a conversation about robocalls. Our attorney general here in Tennessee is finally cracking down. He's part of a nationwide task force, and they're going after two Tennesseans who are responsible for God knows how many robocalls. So we'll get into that. And then also, we are really excited, guys, to announce a nationwide partnership that we have entered in with Amazon and Capital One to bring you Scam Tracker. 2.0. We will break down all the details. We'll talk about all the great features that Scam Tracker 2.0 has. And we will also briefly talk about our partnership we've entered in separately with Amazon to combat impersonation scams. And it only makes sense that we bring in Amazon, the number one impersonated business in the country, to help us with this. And then Todd, our number one investigator here at the BBB, we had something happen to us the other day. And so we wanted to kind of explain it. But I was in Todd's office the other day talking about something and then I went back to my office and I'll be darn if every single ad targeted me and it was exactly what me and Todd were talking about in her office and I know everybody has probably experienced this in one level or another but we're going to talk about that to close out the podcast but before we get to that Everybody knows it's No Shave November. Um, I'm a little more scruffy than normal right now because it's No Shave November, but it's also No Trash November. The Tennessee Department of Transportation, in partnership with Nobody Trashes Tennessee, announced its second No Trash November. It's a month-long statewide initiative encouraging Tennesseans to participate in cleanup events in their communities. Last year's inaugural campaign included over 1,000 volunteers who collected over 47 thousand pounds of litter from the state's roadways. So to find a local cleanup event and to register your group to participate in No Trash November, visit nobodytrashestennessee.com. And guys, I think this is a great thing. It's trashy out there. I mean, the litter is just out of control. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm tired of dodging toilets, abandoned on the road, um, (laughs) down. Like, come on, guys, y'all got to do better. So I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, I was driving down 40 the other day. I was headed to Knoxville, and um, this guy in front of me just was just randomly throwing trash out of his car, and he threw a McDonald's cup, and the cup didn't hit my car, but the ice in the cup was just like pelting my windshield, right? And it's just like, really? Do we have to do all this? This is crazy. I saw a guy driving down Poplar, 30 miles an hour, moving at a fair clip, shoveling out just buckets of fast food out of his car a grown man but um anyway so yes no shave november no trash november no trash november gentlemen i want you to keep growing your beards and picking up your trash (laughs) period Beards and trash. That's right. Beards yeah. and trash. If you get nothing else from this, take gentlemen. Take care of your beards. Take care of your beards. Uh, make sure they're well-groomed and make sure you pick up your trash. So okay. maybe you can take the No Trash November and incorporate it into your daily lives. I know my wife would be very thankful if I did that. <laughs> And speaking of the state of Tennessee, the Tennessee Attorney General has filed enforcement actions against two alleged illegal robocallers. Yes, 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 yes. Finally, you know, we talk about how annoying these robocalls are all the time, but you know the thing we never talk about? Them getting in trouble. It's so refreshing. 
Isn't it? I'm glad they're going after him. Todd, what do you think? Lock them men's up and throw away the key. (laughs) (laughs) So the Tennessee Attorney General recently announced that the National Anti-Robocall Litigation Task Force is enforcing investigations into two voice service providers over alleged involvement in illegal robocalls. The targets of the investigation are Michael Lansky LLC, doing business as Avid Telecom and One Eye LLC. The National Task Force is enforcing civil investigative demands against each entity. The enforcement action against Avid Telecom details several instances in which the task force believes Avid Telecom knowingly accepted and routed illegal robocalls. Further, the task force believes that Avid Telecom CEO Michael Lansky helped another telecom provider hide its suspected traffic. And the enforcement action against One Eye details how an individual named Prince Anad closed another voice service provider, PZ Telecommunications LLC, and became the apparent CEO of One Eye. The transition occurred after the Federal Communications Commission sent PZ Telecom a cease and desist letter. So that just shows how hard it is, and that's why it's so hard to get these people, is because you can just... Dissolve your business and start again, can't you? Right, and and it takes so long in our court system to go after people that by the time they actually go to court, they've shut one business down and they're operating somewhere else under a different name. So it is impossible to hold these people accountable. I get sick of all these calls. I don't know about you. I get them all the time. I don't answer my phone at all until uh, if you leave a voicemail i'll call you back yeah they'll never leave a voicemail. <laughs> and you know it's funny we, we todd and i are all the time i mean how many times a day do you tell a consumer don't answer unsolicited calls but it's still annoying because you're still getting the calls you're just not answering them mm-hmm. right so i'm glad that somebody's doing something about it i'm really glad to see this todd what do you think yeah because it's harassment you shouldn't be calling somebody like that but honestly we do have consumers out there who will answer the calls because they're lonely and they need someone to talk to Right. And, you know, let's talk about the scam angle. I mean, you know, it's it seems like, Todd, we deal with consumers all day long. And do you know how the scam initiated? A robocall. Yep. Hopefully these aren't the only two they go after. I hope that we are talking about this more often because I'm glad to see that action is finally being taken. And speaking of action and scams... We are extremely excited to announce to you the new and improved BBB Scam Tracker. The Better Business Bureau is partnering with Amazon and Capital One to introduce a new and improved BBB Scam Tracker fraud reporting and prevention tool. You know that BBB Scam Tracker is an interactive heat map that you can not only search what scams are going on in your area, but you can report scams in an effort to warn the public about them. So this is a great tool and Amazon and Capital One are going to be making this even better. The new BBB Scam Tracker offers tools for those who have been targeted by a scam as well as those who are seeking guidance on whether suspicious communications really are scams. The new platform provides a more user-friendly reporting experience and an advanced search function that makes it easy to search other scam reports Todd is our scam tracker administrator here at the BBB. She's the one that is investigating all these scams. Todd, how excited are you for this and what do you think? 
I'm really excited. I'm excited on the consumer end because it provides a better user experience. It's making it more attractive um, to all audiences. The scam tracker is just providing a whole seamless experience when it starts to finish and it's a simple process versus I know the old scam tracker was a little bit confusing for some of our consumers. That's something exciting. I love the fact that we did got partnership with Amazon because they are the top most impersonated scam business that we see. So I'm hoping that with this partnership, they can crack down on those call centers in India scamming everybody. Yeah, that's a really good point. And just some quick things, you know, consumers reported losing more than $5.8 billion in fraud in 2021. And that's a 70% increase over the prior year, according to the Federal Trade Commission. And we know that scammers are continuously shifting their tactics. And so what scam tracker is so important is it gives us a way to track that, right? We can track the tactics, we can track what's going on, and we can alert the public. Guys, go check it out. It's bbb.org slash scam tracker. Also, if you are not online or if you don't have access to a computer, but you do have a phone, what's great about the new 2.0 scam tracker is it is it is designed to be used on a mobile device as oh, well. Yeah. It's mobile friendly. And the biggest knock about our old scam tracker was that it was almost impossible to do on your cell phone. We feel like we were missing out on so many scam reports because, you know, our best guess is that one in 17 people actually report a scam attempt and that that number's probably a lot higher. So in an effort to make that number lower, we're trying to make it easier. Todd, you said Amazon is the number one impersonated business in the country. And that is correct. So we, on top of scam tracker, we are teaming up with Amazon to launch a new campaign. It's called Ask Why Verify, Avoid Impersonation Scams. And so you will be seeing a lot about this nationwide in the next couple of weeks. For more information about this, to read about our partnership and to join in and to actually cut down on these impersonation scams, you can go to bbb.org slash impersonation scams. And again, with Amazon being involved, that just gives us that much more information and the ability to, to reach so many people. So kudos to Amazon for partnering with the Better Business Bureau. Again, more information about that, you can go to bbb.org slash impersonation scams. I still want to know where my wig at Amazon, because I love y'all. But the fact that I ordered a wig and y'all sent me Dr. Scholl's shoe pass instead of my wig, I am still upset about that. Well, thanks for that, Todd, because my phone is now in the studio with me. So when I go back to my computer in a few minutes, do you know what is going to be bombarding me with ads? Dr. Shoal shoe pads. And wigs. Yes. Even though that's is not that your algorithm. Is that a shot algorithm. at me? Because I, I am losing my hair. I'm going bald. Were you? Did you say that right now just to, oh. to mess with me? Is that? Are you trying to tell me something, Todd? No, I'm going bald too. We're in the same field, okay? <laughs> you know, I go to a hair doctor. That's why I got a wig. Come on now, boss. Well, man. and we joke, but I am dead serious. I bet when we get back to our desks and when we jump on Facebook and Twitter and all yeah. of our social media, we are going to be bombarded with wig ads thanks yes. to Todd. So, Todd, <laughs> what do you have to say about that? So, y'all, let's get into targeted digital ads. So, everybody always talk about it's a conspiracy. Like, my phone is listening to me. Yes. Facebook is listening to me. Instagram is. is listening to me. It is. And it's so scary, but you hear it all the time. Why is it that I can think about something, dream about something, or talk to my friend about something that I open up my Facebook and scroll down and that ad pops up? They're got to be listening to me. But, you know, I, I will say... Sometimes I like the algorithm, sometimes I don't. I, it is creepy when I talk about something and then I go back to my computer and then I've got targeted ads. But I do like the fact that like 
it's custom to me. Every now and then I'll be logged in Google. I'll use my wife's phone or something, kind of see like what's tailored to her. And it's like, Oh wow, that's really spot on. <laughs> like wow, that's a, that's I her too. Yeah, as a list. Yeah, for yeah. Like for I, that, that's exactly her. And then sometimes I'm on it. And I'm like, wow, I did not know she was into that, man. <laughs> Ooh, hold on. These ads are popping up. Ooh, gift ideas, exactly. right? Like, yeah. Oh, so yeah, so it's like, it, it makes me feel weird because sometimes I feel like the AI knows my wife better than I do. Yeah. I have a specific, this is going to sound weird, but I have a specific caftan that has been following me around Instagram. I love Instagram. I love clothes shopping, certain things. There is a celestial caftan. And I was like, oh, I want to find this and show it to Daniel and Todd to be like, this is the outfit that's following me around social media. And I couldn't find it. And I was like, don't worry, give it 10 minutes. And go back and scroll and you'll find it. And I found it. Now, have you uh, bought it yet? No, but I might. And they know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So seeing digital ads after talking about something is no coincidence. Though we don't think anyone is sitting in a warehouse with a pair of headphones listening to our conversations. And a bucket of chicken. Okay. Technology is actively monitoring our behaviors to make suppositions about our future buying inclinations. Facebook's algorithm compares your interests, demographics, places you've been, groups you've been a part of, hashtags you follow, the list goes on. If you and your friend are similar, because I did have a best friend where we were like so in sync, like we would even buy the same clothes without being together. We would buy the same products in our house without being together. So if you have a close friend and you are similar, that friend already has left a trail of breadcrumbs to that product. So sometimes Facebook will serve up an ad that they serve up to your friend to see if you obeyed at it. So every move that you make online fuels Facebook algorithm, engaging with a post, liking the person's picture, or even using your Facebook account to sign into another online service are all examples of this. So you know sometimes where you're on like a new website and it says let's sign in or create a new profile and it says do you want to link your Facebook account with it so you don't have to go through all that jazz of creating a new account? Oh, that's even getting it build up more to advertise more things that would relate to you. And you know, I don't know how I feel about this because again, we talked about earlier, I kind of like the convenience of AI and like knowing me, but then I'm also creeped out at it. Like what are we, right? what are we giving yeah. up to have yeah. that convenient? And so hopefully, you know, this is a case where technology is kind of outpaced regulation. That's it. It's outpaced all of us and yeah. how we think and how our brains work. And it's right. scary because people still to this day think oil and gold is the most valuable thing in this world, but that is not it. It is our data. You're our right. personal data is the most valuable thing in this world, and people are just giving it away for free. They don't care. And so our technology has outpaced our legislation. It's outpaced our laws. We're in the wild, wild yeah. west. Yeah. Exactly. This is the wild, wild west. And this in. is the gold rush is the data. Yeah, this okay. is this is the, the, the modern day gold rush is our data. Hey, I wonder if I could sell my personal data for $1.5 if it's worth some money. Well, if you can, I'm sure when you get back to your office in a few minutes, you'll have an ad targeted to that. So, And then lastly, I know a lot of people are going to bombard us with, how can I stop being tracked? There are permissions you can play around with to limit how Facebook tracks and uses your information. However, if you are using social platform in any capacity, then it has enough information to go earn your potential interest for advertising purposes. So, I mean, you can limit stuff. Yeah. I know with that new iOS updated ad, you, you know, do you give this app permission to track how they're doing? I always say no, mm -hmm. because I used to say yes, like, yeah, they can track. So. so the problem with that, though, is, is that they design all these apps. So if you say no, they're just not functional. So it's like you have True. to decide, OK, I'm going to use this app or <laughs> I want to value my privacy. 
And so, you know, that's kind of where we're at in this space right now. And again, it goes back to like, is it legal? Sure, because you're agreeing to it. And you can't use that app unless you agree to it. Or you can't use all the features unless you agree to it. So the only way to really stop it is to not use it. Right. And I mean, who wants to go through life, you know, and not that we're going to jump off a bridge if everybody else is jumping (laughs) off a bridge, but it's a quality of life thing, right? My wife goes out of town all the time, out of the country, right? We use WhatsApp to communicate. Because it's free. Because it's free and it's encrypted. It's a much better way to communicate. Well, I mean, I have to agree to all the permissions in order to use it. And keep in touch with your wife. So I could, in theory, say no, right? But then it would cost me a lot of money. You know what's great (laughs) about WhatsApp? Is that, I don't know if this is true, but I know, I, I have a feeling that it is for WhatsApp. But the government does not have permission to go into WhatsApp to check his text messages, unlike yeah, yeah. Apple. Yeah, yeah. So there yeah. is there is, there is some truth to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. We're not attorneys. So I'm sure that there may be ways if subpoenas were involved no. in the trial and blah, blah, blah. But yes, it is encrypted. But yeah, that's a really good point, though, right? And, and so, again, I, I don't have to use it. But I want to use it. Okay. And so I'm forced with the decision to make. Do I do what do I value more? Communication or privacy? And that's a choice that we're all going to have to make. And so wrapping this up, that's something for you to think about. So uh, I it, got a funny story. I'm sorry. About no, no, what's keep that. going. Oh, what's up? Before I got married and had a kid Uh-oh. and whatnot, I was a really big fan of 90 Day Fiance and I really wanted to get on there. So <laughs> I downloaded like a South African app and try to find me a date with a guy in South Africa so I could sign up for 90 Day Fiance. Anywho, long story short. I Which is up, a show, by the way. Yes. yes. It's, it's a show. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's an actual, it's a reality TV show. <laughs> I found me an African. Oh, he was so nice. And I used to text him all the time on WhatsApp. I don't know if he was a scammer or not, but he was super nice. (laughs) I wonder what happened to him. (laughs) She's looking off into the middle distance. Like, I wonder what happened to him. He was so nice. Oh, my God. He was so nice. Yes. He was dreaming. WhatsApps is all the foreigners. So, like, just remember, like, if somebody want to text you and something, like, download WhatsApp, nine times out of ten, they out the country. (laughs) You described that like looking back so fondly on that exchange. So I'm curious what happened to this gentleman? I don't know. I started dating somebody and then I kind of cut it all the communication off. And he was if he had a really sad, you know, story. So did you make the TV show? No, did and I wish apply? I did. Did you try to get no, on like I didn't. you legit? Okay. I, I would have no, I would have I legit knew the website to sign up. Like if okay. I Question, so the audience can get to know our people here. Has anybody been on a reality TV show or tried to get on one seriously? Yes, Bad Girls Club. You You tried to get on? Yes, I made it to the second round. Hold on, hold on. Okay, tell us the story. Todd, you have to to tell us this. Okay, so of course when Bad Girls Club season come out, they always do like certain cities and certain areas. So they were like pulling people from like Chicago and stuff like that. So of course I'm from Milwaukee, so that's like an hour outside of Chicago. So I put in my application and then like about a month later, somebody reached out to me and they actually did me a phone interview. And I guess I didn't make it to the next round because the phone interview, that was pretty much it. And I also tried to get on divorce court. And my husband didn't, well, ex-husband didn't agree that he wanted to be on there. So, yeah, I've tried a few of them. So, oh, oh, I'm, I'm okay, I, I have to back up. I'm mm-hmm. super curious. So, you tried to get on divorce court. Yeah. 
do you go online to apply? Do you send in a video? Like, what is the process? So you apply online and you give them a little description of your drama because that's what really want the make drama. Them. Baby, when I tell y'all, the lady, the producer called me at like 10 o'clock at night and she was like, we want y'all on there. What do we have to do? Okay, it's so you applied mm-hmm. and got a phone call from a Within producer. hours. Begging you to come on. Yes. And it sounds like the only reason we are not able to play a YouTube video right now of Todd on Divorce Court <laughs> is because her ex-husband would not uh, would agree not to go on. Agree to go on. Emily, have you ever had the inkling to be on a reality TV show? <laughs> did, and did you take it seriously and did you actually try? Yes, I have been trying to get on Jeopardy my whole life. Oh, what? Okay. I to do that. I, so I've not gotten close at all. Mostly it consists of me getting on the app when I remember to and going, oh yeah, take that test, that practice test. But when I was like 18, something i went to the mall in des moines iowa where i was sitting in a long line of people with bartlett's quotations and the bible and shakespeare with my father and we're all in a line sitting down like next to the koi pond waiting to go in there for like live live interviews oh wow wow you got to be very smart to be on jeopardy like I'm not that smart. A That's why it's been taking my whole life. No, you it are has, smart. No, no, no. <laughs> so, Emily is very articulate. Gonna... Like grammar, she knows her stuff. Yeah, so I, 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 I can actually, uh, when you said yes, I was thinking it was probably Jeopardy. I thought she was going to say Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I thought she was going to say. That, I, that one would have thrown me for a loop. Okay, so I actually have never physically been on a reality show, but I worked at a venue that hosted and taped for weeks at a time one of those dance-off shows. Oh, um, and it was like kids dancing, like kid groups. Love it. I think okay. it was. I think it aired on troop, BET. Yeah. yeah, and it w- and it was like so. I I worked production like twenty-hour days and like oh, wow. setting up and like it was a really weird experience. <laughs> um, right. I kind of always wanted to be on Ice Road Truckers. Really? I'm not a trucker. Um, (laughs) Never driven a truck. Don't have my CDL. But if I could choose any fake reality. I'm just saying, if I could choose any reality TV show to be on, I think I would be on Ice Road Truckers. That's good to know about you, Daniel. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) this went off the rails, but we hope that you have enjoyed our frank discussion today. You've learned a bit more about you. You've learned a bit more about us, and and hopefully you've learned a little bit about what we're about here at the Better Business Bureau. Again, you've been listening to The Voice of Trust. It is a podcast produced by the Better Business Bureau of the Mid-South. As always, I'm Daniel. I'm here with Todd, and I'm here with Emily. And for the two of them, thanks for listening, and we're out. You've been listening to The Voice of Trust, a podcast produced by the Better Business Bureau of the Mid-South and recorded at the BBB Mid-South Podcast Studio in Memphis, Tennessee. Check us out at bbb.org.